Welcome to 28 and Searching. I'm your host, Samantha, and today I have Frederick Muveri with me. Thank you for coming on my show, Frederick. Thank you, Samantha, for having me on your show. So tell us a little bit about you. Where are you currently residing? How old are you? How many years have you been in your industry? That sort of thing. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm originally from Zimbabwe in Africa, but uh, right now I'm working in the United Arab Emirates in the city of Abu Dhabi. I'm working in a hotel as a reservations agent, and my age is um, 29. I'll be turning uh, 13 uh, in the next year in June. Very cool. So what exactly is a hotel reservationist? What is it that you do? Hotel reservations uh, uh, is mainly about uh, uh, room reservations, reserving the rooms for uh, be it uh, corporate companies, group reservations, uh, conference uh, reservations, or sometimes we get uh, conferences in the hotel and they might want to also uh, book the rooms for okay. the uh, delegates and uh, VIPs. And also individual reservations for people who are going on vacation or business people. So it's mainly to do with uh, selling the rooms of the hotel. Okay, and so it's very customer service oriented. You do a lot of. Do you do face to face, or do you mo- mostly phone or in- internet online? What what sort of uh, customer service do you provide? Customer service. Uh, it's mainly the customer service is mainly from the. Uh, guests themselves, the hotel guests. Okay. Because, yes, because we do get reservations from uh, travel agents, from uh, people's uh, PAs, people's secretaries, um, different sources of reservations. So it's mainly to do with customer services, Mm -hmm. uh, different types of people that we are dealing with, that we are getting reservations from. There is a level of customer service, even if they are from another hotel reserving for another guest. We're on the same same side, right? Yeah. But, uh, yes, but still that level of customer service has to be maintained because we are representing a hotel, a good brand. We need to, to, to maintain that, uh, that level of uh, excellency and hospitality. Yeah, absolutely. So do you do it mostly over the phone? It's uh, mostly on the emails. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yes, the, the phones, uh, they do come, but uh, they, and they are not as compared to emails. Because per day, we can, a person, an agent can reply to 100 emails, but you can answer less than 20 calls. So the phone calls are not that much, but the emails are, are like, uh, they are the majority of the work. Because all the online reservations... And all the corporate reservations, they come through the email, whether you book online at booking.com or any, any online booking site, it comes to us through the email. Okay. Then we can uh, do all the necessary things from there. Okay, very cool. So how did you get to be in Hotel Reservationist? How did you, how did you come to, I mean, you moved countries, so how did, how did you get to this point? <laughs> uh, I was actually studying in South Africa. Okay. Then uh, I, I I didn't complete I didn't uh, I didn't have the financial means to complete my studies. I was studying in IT. Sure. So from there I moved into the uh, into the hospitality industry. I was a waiter for part time for for about a year. Mm-hmm. Then from there that's how I got into hospitality. I I just loved the industry, 
and uh, the customer service and the way of uh, meeting different people every day. And then I moved to the UAE. I started working as a telephone operator. So that's how I really got into the hospitality. Like we call it ultra luxury hospitality. Where it's mainly the five star hotels. Sure. And we deliver uh, a, a good guest experience, uh, an ultra luxury service to the guests. From the telephone operator, I moved into uh, rest into uh, room reservations, which is a, which is more into the sales, sales and uh, marketing of the business. Okay. Because we we upsell the rooms, mm-hmm. we, we we suggest uh, the rooms to sell, and uh, there's some incentives that are involved. So it's more like a sales because we are trying to to sell at least the highest room category for every reservations that we do. Sure, yeah. And so you talked about how you were going to school. Are you still currently going to school? And what are you going for if you're doing that? Are you still into tech? Or are you looking to more now move towards hospitality type careers? I was in IT when I was studying. Mm-hmm. Then I, I, I got my experience in hospitality. Sure. So hospitality and IT is, is they, those are two different things. Yes. So as of <laughs> yes, so as of now, um, I've started uh, studying again, but I'm now doing a business management, business administration. Very cool. With an with an online university, so I'm working, I'm getting my experience at the same time. I'm studying so that I can develop my career in advance. Yeah, so is so, it... Uh, it's, more like a, it's more like a career change. Well, at first, I really wanted to, to do IT, but then I'm now into, into business administration on the hospitality side of things. Yeah, absolutely. I can, I can relate to that. So, um, yes. so do, you, do you need the degree for this type of position, or are you looking to move up with your degree once you receive it? For this type of position, a degree is not needed. Okay. Yes, just your experience, your industry-relevant experience is enough. Because mm-hmm. it's mainly customer service. As long as you can do the job, talk to the customer, and uh, make a sale. This is the this is the main uh, the main criteria that they look for if they are going to hire a reservations agent. But as you as you develop your career, as you move on to the higher positions in the industry, a qualification is definitely needed. A hospitality qualification or management qualification. Because the sales and marketing side, which which division I'm in, is mostly about sales and sure. business management. But in in uh, in other positions which has to do with uh, hospitality and uh, uh, the hospitality of the guests and the customer care, you need a, quali- a hospitality qualification. Okay. And yes. so what's a good starting position if somebody wanted to get into hospitality, with, especially working with, I'm assuming you work with a lot of travelers, um, you know, people coming from different countries and you're working for five-star hotels, that sort of thing. What What's a good job that somebody could get that's entry level where they could decide if they like this type of position? A good entry job uh, would be, um, what can I say, the FNB side of things. Was in FNB, we have, we have uh, supervisors, mm-hmm. uh, 
like uh, so waiter supervisors. We have the waiters themselves. Mm-hmm. We have um, uh, assistant managers. We have uh, floor supervisors. So those uh, small positions, they don't, there's no pressure too much on the qualification. There's no pressure on your le- on your level ex- of experience. But as you move on to the most hospitality involves also F and B uh, and uh, rooms division. Okay. As you move on to the rooms division, uh, it will be difficult for you to make a big break if you want to to start there because there's a lot of things involved. Sure. You need to know you need to know the different systems that they use, the different computer systems and uh, different ways of dealing with difficult guests. So the easiest entry point will be the FMB side. Okay. Then you can uh, you can uh, move on from there. You can move into the rooms, into the sales, and move up the ladder. Because moving up in the FMB is uh, there's there's a lot of pressure to move up there. Okay. So it's kind of difficult. And what does FMB stand for? Is that an acronym? FMB is food and beverage. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. Yes. I was I was trying to put it together and I was just having a really rough time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the food and beverage because you know the hotel setup is like there's different divisions: food and beverage. There's the rooms. Mm-hmm. There's the finance. There's sales. IT is also there, but it's not a, a, a really big division. Okay. So there's different departments that make up a hotel. Okay. And so you can start at in food and beverage and then move up to being in the reservations and more the sales and marketing team. Yes. Okay. It's more, more like the management team of the hotel. Sure. And so yeah. what are some of the personality traits that would be good um, for people that want to be in your position? What's some things that make a person the type of person that you would want there? The good personality traits will be uh, having good interpersonal skills first and foremost, because we are we work as a unit. Mm-hmm. We have diff- there's there's a there's different uh, reservation agents. Like we're a team of maybe five or so. Same with the uh, telephone operators, we're a team of five or so. So you need to to be able to work with your teammates nicely. You need to have those uh, in good interpersonal skills. You need to be someone who's approachable. Sure. And uh, yes, you need to be very supportive of supportive of your team members. And uh, after that, you need to have a good customer service experience, because you meet uh, different uh, types of people every day. You you communicate with different types of people, different types of guests from different parts of the world. So you need to be able to adjust from one guest to the other. So those those are the good uh, customer service skills that you need to have. Sure. And yeah, and also you need to have uh, good administrative skills. Well, since you are dealing with a lot of emails, a lot of administrative work, you are dealing also with a lot of paperwork. So you need to be on point. You need to be very detail oriented. Okay. Because uh, a very simple error can spoil someone's vacation. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and, yeah. and that would be not fun. <laughs> yes, anyone. that would be not good. Yes, yes. <laughs> you can make or you can break someone's vacation, so you need to be very accurate. Yes, and I'm sure that brings a lot of angry customers for you if that uh, yeah. does happen. 
Yes, yes. Because also, you know, we are dealing with a third-party uh, uh, travel agent. Oh, okay. So the, 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 there can be a lot of things that can go wrong through the passing of information from them to us sure. and to the front desk, you know, yeah. who are going to do the check-in. So we are more like in the middle. We have to be on point. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you yes. think is the one part of your personality that lends well to your position? What's the one thing that makes you stand out in hospitality? Uh, the one thing that can that makes me stand out is the ability to work under pressure. Okay. Because it, it, it really gets busy sometimes. Like uh, phone calls will be ringing all the time. Every five minutes the call is ringing. You're handling a different situation on the phone. Whilst you were doing something else in the emails or in the credit card details of someone. Mm-hmm. So you need to, to really grasp all those things and know what you were doing before you took the phone call. And then so that you can continue. And you're dealing with uh, sensitive information, people's personal details. Yeah. So if you, can, if you really cannot work under pressure and if you are easy to you to lose concentration, then uh, you, you really find it difficult to succeed in the field. So I think working under pressure, I can handle everything. I I mean, I try to minimize my mistakes. Yeah. And uh, I can I can handle the pressure. I can I can still get everything right at the end of the day, no matter how busy a day is, because it's not every day that we have a full team in the office. True. Sure. Sometimes we have to do two people's jobs at oh. the same time. Okay, yes. yeah. <laughs> so you have to be willing to take on other people's work too. Yes, yes. You have to, to, to handle the pressure that comes with it. Sure. So what are some other personality traits that wouldn't do well? Um, I know you mentioned that if you lose track, that's not a good thing. Um, are there yes. some other are there some other bad traits to have if you're going into reservations? Yes, uh, bad traits would be uh, not being able to 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 make a sale, a good sale, because um, we do also work with a, commi- a commission-based um, incentive. Okay. So if you are not able to, if if you just take an order, you know, like a guest says they want an, a, a standard size room, if you cannot suggest something better than that to make their stay uh, a bit more pleasant, then uh, you, you, wouldn't really, you wouldn't really be very good for the team and for the hotel. Because sure. the main point of having a separate reservations team is to be able to, to maximize the sales, you know? Yeah. And so other people kind of rely on you, right? So, cause you, yes. Yeah. So it's kind of important to be... Um, to be happy in what you're doing because you have so many other people that rely on you. Yes, of course. Uh, we're under the re- under the revenue department, so we do have uh, people relying on us from the front desk because we are giving them the rooms to check in, and also we do have uh, the revenue uh, department relying on us to to maximize the sales of the hotel. Okay. 
Okay. Yes. And so what is a one part of your personality that struggled in this career? So something you've had to either change yourself or you've had to mold the job to become better at it? The language barrier. Okay. Also, I'm, I'm working in the Middle East, so most uh, most of the people here, they speak Arabic. Yeah. And they are not, even if they speak, in, even if they can speak English, they are not comfortable to, to, to communicate with in, in, uh, in English with us mm-hmm. because they might have like some personal requirements for, for their reservation. Maybe they are on a honeymoon. They want to tell you intimate details about their, about their room, something that needs to be arranged in the room. So they can't really communicate and explain everything to you sure. uh, in, in English. So the language barrier has had a challenge on me. Mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still trying to learn Arabic, but uh, it's it's also a difficult language to learn. Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, so, and also we uh, in the emails also we get some emails which are written in Spanish sometimes or oh. another language because <laughs> yeah. we are we are we are an international brand, so we get reservations from all over the world. Sure. And yes. so, how many languages do you know how to speak? I know about uh, one, two, three, four, with including English. Yeah. <laughs> so I can say three. I can say three native languages. Okay, very cool. Yes. All right. So if somebody is good with language, this might be something that they want to look into, right? Because there's a lot yes, of that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Some companies, even when they advertise in positions for reservations agent, mm-hmm. they specifically say they want an Arabic speaker or a Russian speaker. So they try to have a team that, that is people who speak at least five different languages. No. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, a, that's another big challenge that this industry has. Yeah, and that would also mean that you'd have to have a lot of patience because I know that when I talk to people whose first language is in English, we, you know, sometimes there's always miscommunication and I, we both have to have patience. So I'd assume that's very much what has to happen on your teams as well. Yes, absolutely. Because the language barrier, is, there can be easily miscommunication and can lead to a disaster. So you have to make sure that you are so patient and you try to get as much information as you can from uh, the communication that you're having. Yeah. And would is culture also a big part? Um, because I know that in different cultures, how you speak to people is different, right? So do you have to yes. know those type of customs? Yes, absolutely. Because uh, some, uh, some acceptable way of speaking in a certain culture may not be acceptable to you, to your, your personal culture. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So you have to be aware of other people's backgrounds and how they do things in their culture and in their way of speaking. You, an Arabic person may, may come to you as, as sounding rude, but that's how they speak. To them, it may be normal. Sure. So if you if you become if you easily become offended by the way they are speaking and think maybe they are rude, then uh, you'd have problems. You'd always have <laughs> problems with them. Yeah. You know? so, so you need taking, to be so tolerant. Yeah. So it's not taking things personal. It's understanding who you're speaking yes. with. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. 
And is that pretty across the board in hospitality? Like when you were, um, when you were being a, when you were a waiter, was that also part of that as well? Yes, it was a part of that also because uh, in the country that I was working in, there's a, a lot of different cultures and languages. You know? Some yeah. people, they come to you and they don't want to speak in English. They have to force you to, or maybe uh, it can be just a greeting. You know, Sometimes these languages, I used to know just the greetings. So I greet someone in their language. Then they, they get the thought that I know the language. And they continue <laughs> the conversation in in their language. Yeah. So I have to adjust, you know. Others, if I'm not so tolerant, I'm gonna think that uh, they are for, They want to force me to to speak their language. Sure. And was yeah. it was it a lot? Was it very different going from Africa to the UAE? Was it a huge shock almost to go from one to the other? Yes, it was a huge difference. It was uh, because in South Africa I used to work in the restaurants. Sure. So that was my my start in food and beverage. Mm-hmm. Only the small restaurants in the malls. Then I moved here. It's a big hotel. It's a big proper. I've never I'd never worked in a in a <laughs> hotel sure. in my life. So so it was a big change. The ways of doing things. It was on a on a bigger scale. It was more like uh, times five what I was doing there. Yeah. And also the level of professionalism had to be standard. I had to to increase my my level of professionalism and hospitality. We had to go through a a, a, a long training before I could start my job. I had to go through I think uh, ninety days of training. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, Yes, because they take their 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 job, uh, their work seriously, and it was a new hotel at the same time. Oh wow! So they wanted they wanted everyone to be up to scratch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet. And with uh, you know, because tourism's a big industry, so I would assume that it'd be pretty intensive. Yes, it's uh, it's very big. It's intensive. And uh, a lot, there's a lot of expectations from you. They don't, they don't really care where you're coming from. They want you to learn their way of doing things. Sure. And since it, it's an international hotel, yeah. they have standards that are set from the corporate office. So all they say, if you go to all the all the hotels of this chain, you find people doing things the same way. Our standard operating procedures are the same way that they are doing in China, in uh, in the United States, here in uh, United Arab Emirates. They are okay. all the same. Okay. So is so you're going to school and you were talking about moving up. What kind of positions would you be able to take if you moved up? Um, where would you be able to go within this company or another company? I would like to stay within this company, this mm-hmm. was it's a, it's a multinational company. Yeah. And uh, I would like to move into the sales and marketing department. Okay. If, if I can, yes, if I can move in uh, into the sales, maybe in the junior levels of the sales, like as administrative assistant, then maybe was hours it goes from administrative assistant for sales, then sales executive, then sales manager, and assistant director, then director. Oh, very cool. Okay, so you have a pretty clear path. 
There's a there's a pretty good ladder there. Yes, yes, I can see. I've already mapped out my path, and uh, if all goes well, I'm gonna end up as a sales director one day. Very cool. And so, it, are you gonna? Do you want to move laterally at all? Are you looking at because it is international? Are you looking at maybe going to any other countries or other destinations to work towards? Are you pretty happy with where you're at? Absolutely, I'm trying to to move uh, to other other properties around the world. Sure. Because within the company, there is opportunities of moving to work in other in other countries where the same company is some um, hotels. And that's the reason why I, I really love this industry. Because you get to you get to to experience the world. It's hospitality and tourism. I, I've also at one point considered moving to work with the travel agents mm-hmm. where you get uh, like allowances to travel the world and see the places that you'll be selling, the holiday destinations that you'll be selling to the, to the, to the guests. But for this hotel, yes, I'm trying to, I'm going to try and move to other countries like the United States and uh, China maybe. If, it, if I don't really get a chance to move to other countries within this hotel, I might have to move to another hotel in another country. But that's still something you can choose, right? That's, that's a positive about this industry is that you could literally work and live anywhere in the world, right? Yes, absolutely. Because you need to experience, you need to, to know what you're talking about to, to the person that you're trying to sell the idea to. So sure. I can't really I can't really sell a holiday in Thailand when I haven't been there because what I what I see on the internet is maybe different, you know. Yeah. But if you're telling if you're telling someone that you really need to go to Thailand because of this, one time I was there, I did this and that, then they're more convinced to buy into that idea. Yes. <laughs> yes, I can absolutely see that being being true. So would you say that the marketplace for jobs and hospitality is pretty open for people? It is pretty open because this industry, it needs uh, a lot of uh, personnel from different cultures, different countries uh, around the world. Mm -hmm. The the clientele is spread across the world, even the, the most remote parts of the world. Sure. The, the people from there, you find them coming to stay in hotels. Hotels are they are not like a permanent home, you know. They house people from all parts of the world, so they need also staff from different parts of the world who can uh, communicate with the guests well, who can connect with the guests and engage with the guests. Sure. Because that's the that's the secret to hospitality. You need to be able to engage with your customer. You need to maintain their loyalty. Those uh, the marketing, uh, market sales and marketing people. They need to have clients and uh, contracts from all over the world. Yeah. So if we need, say, a contract from Sri Lanka, it's better to have a sales manager who's from Sri Lanka. You know, who yeah. can communicate and bring clients from Sri Lanka. So if people are in parts of the world that maybe, maybe they don't really want to be there any longer. Would you say that hospitality would be a good industry for them to go into to get out of wherever they're at? 
Uh, I didn't understand. Can you please come again? Yeah. So if like somebody's in, let's say they're in rural Georgia and they don't want to be in rural Georgia anymore, but they don't have, they're not sure where they want to get a job. Would you say that yes. hospitality might be a good job for them to get to move out of rural Georgia? Yes. Yes. That's a very good example. If if you are, because almost every country has a hotel. So mm-hmm. you, if you really need to, 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 to get a, a chance to go out of the country, hospitality is the the best way, you have a best shot in hospitality. Because hotels are in every country. Start where you are. Start with the, or start with the local hotel. Sure. Because ex- experience is really needed before you can, you cannot, it's, it's almost very difficult to, to move to another country and start working in a hotel with zero experience. Okay, so you need to start where you're at first. Y- yes, you need to start where you're at. Okay. And uh, get get some experience a year or so, or even six months is better, and then you can move on from there. Yeah, we do have uh, some uh, interns who come straight from school, but at least they have the the school the the, the qualification from school. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's it's not like they're starting from zero. Sure. And yeah. so in your experience, would you say that hospitality is almost a cultural connection? Like it kind of brings people together from everywhere? Yes, absolutely. It brings people from all over the country. When I came to my job, I didn't know some countries, you know, some mm-hmm. countries in the world. Then I came to, 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 to this company I'm working in, and I met people from different parts of the world. And I'm like, what? Are you from this country? Is that even a country or it's a city? <laughs> I, I didn't know there's a country called this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you learn, you learn cultures, and uh, you learn about countries, you know. Sure. I, uh, yes, I even went to one of the countries uh, on my last vacation. Mm-hmm. My friend from that country invited me, so I went to, the, to their country, I learned their culture. On his next vacation, we are going to go to my country, he's going to learn also some things. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yes. That's very cool. Um yeah, that's very cool. So, what are some of the drawbacks of being in hospitality? The drawbacks is uh, there is uh, no enough uh, free time. Okay. If you yes, I think it it all depends on the position that you're working in. Sure. But if you're working with in the customer services uh, divisions, uh, all of those uh, departments where you have to have direct contact with the guests. Mm-hmm. The, the the free time is very limited because uh, hotels are almost always busy or yeah. almost always short-staffed. Okay. So there's a lot of overtime going on, a lot of uh, busy periods going on. So our our weekends are not really weekends. They say if weekend is Saturday, weekend is Saturday, Sunday. But as for our schedule... We don't take off on 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 Saturday and Sunday. We take off on other days. Well, sure. Saturday and Sunday, those are our busiest days. Oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> yes, yes. And 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 hotels are twenty four hours. They they never close. You know, they never go to weekends and shut down the doors. So our schedule doesn't depend on the on the calendar or on the the days of the week. Our schedule is on its own. 
So it can be kind of crazy. It can be uncertain. Yes, it can be uncertain. On the days when uh, there's public holidays, that's when we are most busy. On the quiet days when business is down and everyone is not in the hotels, that's when we get our off days. Sure. Okay. And so when you said that they're short-staffed, so... Is there is overtime kind of required of you? Yes, it is required because uh, the guests, the hotel guests, must not see a difference in the level of service, mm, okay. or they must not be affected by by the fact that we are we don't have enough staff to to cover this period of time. Sure. So the the management always try to make sure that the guests are not affected by uh, our shortage of staff. Okay. And so what has been your worst day of this job so far? The worst day of my job mm-hmm. so far was well, this position I've, I've only recently started it. I'm in this position, I've been in this position for like uh, two months now. Okay. So what about yeah. the position before that? The position before I was in the operators, mm-hmm. so uh, there was a there was a day when uh, we were short staffed and there was a loan on the shift. And uh, with operators, we are the we were the hotel call center and we don't have to go offline. Our line is twenty four hours, mm-hmm. and my shift is ten hours. Oh my goodness! That's, yes, so imagine <laughs> for ten hours. I have to stay, sit in the same place for 10 hours. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it was quite a, it was quite a busy day, and uh, I had a few complaints, but they, they understood. The managers understood that it was quite busy. I was under too much pressure. So I tried my best, but I, I ended up with about five complaints for the day. The phone oh. not being answered or being put on hold for too long. Because the hotel calls that we deal with internal calls and outside calls. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a lot of work transferring calls to the relevant departments. If there's no answer, I have to take down a message. For internal calls, I get calls from the guest rooms also. They're requesting things. I oh get goodness. calls from other internal departments also trying to get some information was it's like an information center <laughs> yeah okay and, and yeah. 10 hours <laughs> and 10 hours one oh person goodness. dealing with all those things oh that's was that on, on a normal shift we are normally uh five people and how many were so, there that day was there's only five still yes there's still uh, i mean for every shift yeah on on the on the on duty, there should be five telephone operators, but on that day it was a it was a it was a holy month of one religion of one of the religions, so they to they they to work less hours and they to 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 knock off early. Oh no! Yes, so there was really nothing that the company could do, and they didn't anticipate a busy day. And then it was okay. That's, and it became a busy day. Yeah, that's never any fun. Ten hours is a long time. It is. <laughs> and so, on the flip side of that, what's been the best day of your career in hospitality so far? 
the best day is uh, was in my current department. Mm-hmm. When I sold uh, my, like I told you before, we 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 are we have our basic salary, but then we have uh, a commission based incentive system. Yeah. So we are encouraged to sell the higher room categories, the suites. So my best day was when I sold my first suite in the reserve as a reservations agent. That's and exciting. That's, yes, it's exciting. That was the highest category suite in the hotel. Oh wow! So yes. So at first I didn't. I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I thought maybe the guests made an error. <laughs> yes. Because we had to. I had to double check, and uh, you know, when I met home, I, I, I was still checking with the guys at work to see if the guest really came to check in. Because if the guest doesn't check in, then it's it's not it's not counted. You know, <laughs> that's that's pretty. And they did check in, and everything was good. Yes, they didn't. Because <laughs> when they made the booking, when they made the booking, they said we're we're in the area, so we're coming now. And then I was there for another like five hours. Nobody came to check into that suite. Then oh, I went no. home. I was communicating with everyone, and finally, I heard that they checked in. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. And I've, I'd only been on the job for one week. So oh wow! It was it was a I got I got a, a good recognition from my manager as well. Oh yeah, and that probably felt really nice. Just you had just gotten there and you were already rocking. Yes, yes, it was very nice. Okay, so what are some of the benefits of your current position? I I know you say that the, the I mean that feeling of accomplishment when you make a sale is probably one of those yes. benefits. But what other things do you have? Yes. Other things are that we create uh, we, we get to create uh, good relations with the corporate companies that operate around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, by that, we, we, we get to have some, uh, some benefits or some, yes, I can say some, some benefits of the good relations, like uh, maybe tickets to the concerts. Oh, okay. Or, yes, or maybe some discounts at some of the companies that, we, that, that book rooms with us. Sure. Yes, because as time goes on, you end up having your, your group of clients, you know. Yeah. Uh, yes, those people who would want to deal only with you when they are making a reservation, because it's for some point you understand each other on some level. So, uh, as the loyalty is uh, maintained, you create your own group of uh, clients who are relying only on you. Yeah. And you can enjoy the benefits of discounts and. Um, Free things, you know, complimentary, maybe complimentary stays at other hotels. Yeah? Yes. Those so, are pretty cool. And and you may, it sounds like you make a lot of connections. You do a lot of really good networking. Yes, there's a, a, a lot of networking that goes on. Uh, because in this, uh, in this department, you have to differentiate yourself from others. You know, you have to be unique about something. You don't have to to operate the same way that others are operating. Sure. They say maybe you're patient with them or maybe you're, you're doing some extra favor to them. Then you can maintain them and they will always keep coming back to you because they know that this guy knows how to handle our account. So it almost, it, you almost get satisfaction of your hard work, right? Because once somebody, once you give all this hard work to somebody, like another business, then they come to you only and then you reap benefit of that. So it's a very um, 
it's a very rewarding job. Yes, absolutely. It's uh, the benefits are, are, are real, and uh, you can they are tangible. Yeah. you can really feel them. Yes, okay. even you can have some even some friends. You can formulate some friends from those relationships. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure you have lots of connections and good conversations throughout your day. Yes, yes, yes absolutely. Okay. And it gives it gives it gives me some sort of uh, self esteem. It it boosts my my morale, you know. Oh yeah. Knowing that I, I I really mean something to this company because I have all these people under me. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. So, what is it that you love most about what you do? Uh, what I love most is the communication, because my day is never boring. I can get to work and talk to a guest who has maybe a funny accent. I laugh for that one. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Then, then maybe the next call, another guest comes and he's rude and he's shouting or he's trying to negotiate for a, for a lower room rate that we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> and so every phone call is different. That's why I enjoy the phone calls a lot. Sure. And what what made you fall in love with hospitality? Was there a moment? Uh, yes, the same fact of of meeting different uh, different types of people throughout your day. Sure. Because it's like uh, I, I would call it it's like um having a lot of friends with different characters. <laughs> okay. Yes, because one, one is very rude and maybe you're angry for the 30 minutes, mm-hmm. but then the next one comes and makes you laugh. Then it's a different story altogether. Sure. Or you can, have, you can have a really bad day where all your people are complaining. You know, all the people you meet, you interact with are complaining. Then you can have a really nice day where you're laughing all the day, you're having fun, uh, and uh, you're making good sales, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So the the job is never boring. It's never boring. It's it's really enjoyable, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so we've kind of gone through um, what it means to work in hospitality and a little bit about um, your journey through it. I just have a few more questions for you. What did you want to be when you were a kid? When I was a kid, I wanted to be a pilot. Okay, a pilot. Uh, yes. <laughs> and yes. how long did that last? It only lasted for like seven years throughout my junior school. Okay. After... Yes, after I went into the high school, then that dream vanished. You know? <laughs> I thought being a pilot would be super cool, but I have really bad vision. <laughs> so there's no <laughs> way I could be a pilot ever. <laughs> they wouldn't trust me with it. <laughs> yeah, it happens. And so what was, what's been the best piece of business advice you've received? The best piece of business advice... Uh can think of any business advice is in at work or like it doesn't matter business. yeah it doesn't matter anywhere okay the best piece was start start with what you have and start where you are at okay you don't have to wait for for the storm to pass or you don't have to wait for this bad period to pass start right now if you want to be something in five years you need to start working on it right now 
with sure. what you have and where you are. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I would agree yes. with that. And so what would be one thing you would say to somebody who's currently feeling discouraged in their job? Uh, the best way is to, the best thing I can tell them is to, to stay on their job because it's better to find a job when you are at a job. Okay. Than, than when you are not employed. Sure. Yes, because that blank period on your CV, it, it's going to give your, your potential employer some questions. Sure. Why you were not employed for that period of time. Unless you have a good reason, like maybe I was studying full time. But otherwise, it's better to, to hang on to something whilst you're looking for something better. Okay, but definitely look yeah. for something better, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you, Frederick, for uh, coming on my show with me. Thank you, Samantha, uh, for having me. I look forward to hearing this uh, podcast somewhere on the internet. If you like this episode or you're looking to change your career, go to 28andsearching.com or become a patron to get exclusive content sent directly to you. See you next week.